What is up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Have you ever felt like things are just way out of control? Like you just, you know, you're sliding down the mountain and you just can't get a grip on anything? Well, today you're in luck because we're going to talk about how to get a grip. I'm Danny here, my buddy Randy. What's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. You know, when you ask that question, I think of the Aerosmith album with the cow's udder that's pierced. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. What is the title? <laughs> I don't even know the title. Is. Is get a grip. Get a grip. Oh, it is. I okay. So. <laughs> Uh, it's funny once you describe the album then it like came right into my head which is not the words it's like yeah. <laughs> have you ever felt like you need to uh, have you ever felt like you need to get a grip oh my gosh on a regular basis <laughs> especially last last week i was struggling i 100 percent need to get a grip so these are some helpful tips that could have helped me get through last week maybe yeah, i even like, used those. hey that'd be good right i know it's like i i, I hope to use like at least 10% of what we talk about, you know, and I feel like at least then I'm doing good, but it's like, it's hard. You got to put everything in practice. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like I'm losing control all the time. It's like, you know, it's easy to feel that way. So this is our quick fix short episode. I'm going to start my week. Uh, my all first right. one is actually uh, slow down. So I think, you know, at least for me, I've noticed like when I'm really pushing, really trying to get things done, I feel like I'm like, you know, busy, stressed, and like, it can feel good sometimes, but that's also like those times when I start to lose it, lose it, you know, and those are the times too, when I'll start noticing, like, I'll get angry for no reason, or I'll be like upset or depressed, because like, you know, I realize like, you know, it's at night or something, I feel like I can't do it anymore or something, who knows, and like, I really just need to like, take a step back sometimes at that time, and do something else, take a break, reflect, eat, sleep, you know, do those sorts of things that'll help me, you know, get on to the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's a critical thing, because I feel the same way, especially when it gets towards the night. But it's like, uh, you're just, you're going so fast, like a million miles an hour, and you don't have the thought to, like, look around. And it's just because you're stuck in the wrong mind space. So you gotta, yeah, yeah you gotta get a grip, Danny. Gotta yeah, get a grip. Yeah, right? You miss yeah. everything, though. It's crazy. You miss, like, all the things that are also, like, for you. It's really weird. I, I mean, that yeah. sometimes happens to me where like at night, I will just be like losing my mind and then I'll go to sleep. I'll wake up in the morning and it will feel like I was drunk, even though I wasn't. I, I look back <laughs> at the night before and I'm like, is that serious? Could that yeah. and I think it is just because our minds get tired. Probably. Yeah. So my first one for how to get a grip is accept the worst case scenario. And so this is like something when oftentimes like, I'll be mentally struggling against something like uh, for for a long time. Student debt was one of these things that like, you know, just it seemed huge, enormous. <laughs> and I would just spend all day struggling against it and like going through all these things. How I'll never get out of it and all this and like all this me- wasted mental energy. And then one day I was just like, OK, accept the worst case scenario. And I didn't accept the worst case scenario on student debt, but like all my entire life. Like what's the worst possible thing that could happen to me? <laughs> And then how would I recover from that? And I imagined it. And it was like, I would be in prison. I would have all these diseases. I would be complete, like I would be further in debt than ever, never able to get out of it. All my friends would leave me, all this, like worst case scenario. I was like, okay, I can accept that. How would I get over it? Well, I would enjoy living for free. I'd go to the library and learn. (laughs) And it was like, and I was looking at it. I was like, you know what? I could probably do that. So I don't really need to worry about this anymore. So that was how, that was what helped me get a grip. I like that one. I like your example too, because it's like, it's also reminding yourself that we can, we can restart innumerable times, you know, I mean, as many times as we want. 
And every time you restart, you have also all the skills you had before, you know, so you're actually in a better place theoretically. So, you know, I think that's true. Like it's never as bad as it seems, but in the moment we always make it out to be like, this is the end, you know? And like, I know you mean with student debt, like I felt that way too. It's like, it feels horrible and overwhelming and like, you'll never get out. But when you really look at it, there is a way out and you can handle it, you know, and you can do something different. Or if like you're, you're, you don't like your job, you can change it. You know, it's possible. I think that's a good one. I like that one. You gotta gotta have that perspective so you can just move on. Good night to my second one too, which is actually get perspective. Because I think this is also mm-hmm. I found myself especially like it's like I get my it, uh, when I lose control or like I'm caught in that thing. It's like my my world just narrows. You know what I mean? To like that one task or that one thing or whatever. And like if I don't catch myself, it's really weird. But it's like you just start it's almost like you're losing yourself to this thing rather than being you like everything you value all of that and you have to like step out of yourself almost for a minute and look at the situation kind of objectively and realize like that this is not either working or it's not for you or you're doing something wrong <laughs> and to kind of get get a better grip of like what's actually going on yeah that perspective is huge because it's so easy to get very narrow focused like, especially when things aren't going your way. And oh, yeah. like one of my one of my journaling practices in the morning, I have a few words that I just kind of meditate on. And one of them is perspective, because I, I just say, like, you know, out of all the places I could be in the world, like, thank you for putting me here. And I look <laughs> back at all my past places where I've been and like how hard I've worked to actually get to where I am right now. And but in the moment, forgetting that perspective is easy. Oh, that's another good way to look at it too. Like the perspective of how much you put in to be where you are. That's a really good one too. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help tip. yeah. So my second one is take one day at a time. And I am so guilty of not doing this because I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, solve all of my it. life problems today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, you know, you wake up, be super grateful that you have another chance to live another day and then just focus on what you have to do that day. Like, sure, plan for plan for some stuff for the long term. Put away a little bit of money every once in a while so you'll be set when you get older. But for the most part, just focus on living today. All you have to do is that 12 or 18 hours, however long it is, until you go back to sleep. And that's it. But a lot of the stress and a lot of the time when I lose my grip comes from me trying to solve the whole entire thing today. Yeah, I would venture to say that that's like 90% of the times when I lose it because it's, it is funny, though, you know. You can take one day at a time and, and then you're working towards those goals that you want to hit. But like, I know what you mean. It's so funny. It's like more often than not, it's like you wake up and you're thinking about 30 years from now or the decade later or when this happens or that next goal. And it's like, you're not present. And it's just, it doesn't make sense to think that way because you just don't know. The only thing you can focus on is what you're doing now. And you can mm-hmm. keep working towards those goals and build those things and keep making that progress. And I think it's like, cause we want to imagine, I don't know, it's fun to imagine ourselves there maybe. And it's helpful sometimes, but it, yeah, it's really easy to lose control when you think that way because you're just not present. I like that one. Mm-hmm. That's a super important one. Mm-hmm. My last one is um, actually, I think probably the most important for me, at least on this is value yourself. Cause I think, you know, we lose control. We get caught up in our own sense of like importance and it's easy to sort of like, you know, essentially lose what's also important to us that makes us us like what matters to us our relationships you know the things that we care about our hobbies all of that can go to the wayside for the goals we're pursuing and 
I think when that happens, we're really not valuing ourselves. We're not thinking of ourselves as a whole person. We're not thinking of like our needs in a broader sort of as a, you know, as an individual, not just as, you know, a person that works here or does this type of job or whatever. Yeah, that I mean, that's a super important one, because I've read all these things about how I don't know about the rest of the world, but at least Americans don't love themselves in general. No. And yeah, it's no. it's very rare for <laughs> Americans to do that. And like the Dalai Lama, when he first heard that, he started crying because he couldn't believe it. It was almost unfa- actually he had to have his translator translated to him a few times because he couldn't understand it, how people wouldn't love themselves. And so like yeah. valuing yourself because it's it's almost comical when you look at it. We value celebrities like the Kardashians or Elon <laughs> Musk. We value these possessions like uh, cars or watches or we value you know, someone who's famous on Instagram or TikTok. And it's yeah. like, why? Like, that's just something else. You know, you're with you all the time. That's just some transient thing. So why wouldn't you value yourself? But it is a super hard thing. And it's something that I've struggled with my whole entire life uh, to just like develop. But it is something yeah. that can be developed. It can. And you know, anything's hard too is like, we know ourselves really well. We have an intimate sort of relationship with ourselves. So we know all of our past and stuff. So part of being able to value ourselves is also being compassionate and forgiving ourselves too. And recognize seeing our positive sides and not just our negative sides, things like that. But it takes work. It does like everything else. It takes time. <laughs> yeah. That uh, forgiving yourself is a good one. Cause I messed up the other day when I missed an appointment that we had and I was beating myself <laughs> up for it, but which is funny. Remember- yeah. We were like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember something that uh, Les Brown said. He said, "If you wouldn't do it again today, then you're then you're uh, incriminating an innocent man." And I was thinking about that. I was like, because I would had I at the time when I realized that I missed it, I wouldn't choose to do it again. So, like, why would I continually beat myself up for something that I wouldn't do now? It was just a mistake. It was an accident. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna happen. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. So. Uh, my last one is to how, how to get a grip is say no, because mm-hmm. my default, even though I want it to be say no, my default is still saying yes. And I just <laughs> overcommit, overburden myself and then lose my mind because I have all this stuff to do. And a lot of it I don't want to do, but I'm doing it because of obligation. And then I oftentimes realize that because you taught me this a long time ago. You asked me this when I was like, years and years ago and i was very stressed about something i was like if you weren't obligated to do it would you do it and i was like no and you're like then don't do it and i it it was like it was revolutionary for me (laughs) like i'd never i'd never considered that before and uh but but it does make a huge difference because doing things that you don't want to do yes sometimes you have to do that but if you're if you're continually just doing stuff you don't want to do then maybe there's an issue like maybe you're saying yes to stuff you shouldn't be saying yes to Maybe you're in the wrong situation and you need to figure that out, but there's yeah. something going on if you're continually doing stuff you don't want to, you don't want to do. Yeah, no, I think that's a great one. It's funny because, you know, it's like, it's those burdens you carry from the world, from other people that aren't your own. And so many people have this view of these obligations as like really binding. And it's like, well, they are only if you let them, you know, it's really up to you. And I think you're so right. Saying no is so important because we all do it though. I mean, you know, it's like, it's scary sometimes too, because you don't know. It's like somebody asks you something or offers you an opportunity. You're like, well, you don't want to miss out on it. Like, you know, it's something new. It's another opportunity, another chance. Even if you're already busy, you want it, you know, there's that temptation and want to take it, but you have to kind of 
give yourself time to assess whether or not it is right for you so you can make a, the correct decision. And it's not always easy. But, you know, I think there's, yeah, saying no is so important. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now hopefully everybody can get a grip. Those are some tips in this short episode. Catch us out later this week for another full-length episode. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, like, share, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. And we will see you again next week. Until then, though, later, Randy. Later, Danny. <laughs>